Lions, Bengals, and Bears, none of my guys scared. Chase rumbling, any one of them guys there. Wayne Young and he hungry, I pray we patient with him. I pray he leave with some money, I pray he leave with his health. Yeah, uh, the physical and mental. The thing I like about football is that stats kill opinions. This rap shit, I lick the niggas, I ain't about to knock it. This whole summer I was buying all the winter product. And I tried being peaceful, but my peace was getting bothered. So no doubt we got them Eagles, we go Carson Wentz, Stefani. Okay, 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 okay. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to episode 148 of Electrified. I'm your host, Eric Lyons. Listen, I am sorry for the wait. I know I pump them out early, but you're getting it a little late today. But hey, man, look, I recorded this morning. I'm going to tell you, if you follow me on social media, you follow me on Instagram, you see I recorded this morning. Look, your boys had an off week. I was tired last night. I said, man, I can't. I can't give the people a terrible show tonight, man. I can't give them that. I can't give them sleeping me. It's not going to be good. So I'm going to wake up fresh in the morning. I'm going to knock it out, and it, it, it's going to be what it's going to be. Now, I'm also going to be honest with y'all. After this, right after I finish recording and dropping this episode, I got to set the stew up for YouTube because I'm dropping the top five episode, top five Friday tomorrow. I'm counting down the top five Madden covers after today's uh, Madden cover was revealed If you want to call it a Madden cover Cause it just looked like a regular photo shoot to me Hey, hey. Oh, I'm gonna I'm dive deeper into it tomorrow But I wasn't impressed Wasn't impressed With the gameplay None of that I'm good man Madden not getting a dime out of me man EA Sports can go to hell Seriously And if you buy that game You are indeed part of the problem Seriously Seriously but enough about that, man. We're, we're all NBA today. We're, we're all NBA today. We're going to talk about all things NBA from the playoffs to the injuries. Oh, yeah, we can talk about the all NBA teams, too. Because uh, people was hating on my boy Jimmy Butler. Um, so if, if we got time for that, we'll talk about that at the end. But um, let's see. Where should we begin? Let's talk about the injuries first and the season in itself. So, uh, you know, a lot of people... Have already been, you know, chatting about the word, you know, asterisk. Will there be an asterisk on the season? Will there be, you know, a question mark next to the season? Because last season they said, you know, they called everybody bubble frauds, bubble champs, A Disney, Lay Bubble, Jimmy Bubbler, the Bubble Boys. You know, everybody had jokes for the Lakers and the Heat and had jokes for anybody who basically participated in the bubble. I honestly think that that championship was one of the hardest to win. You're away from your family. You're quarantined. There's a pandemic going on. There's racial uprising going on outside of the bubble. Um, You know, you're going to a barber that you don't know. I don't know. I think Taylor Rooks was down there braiding everybody's hair. Um, You're in Orlando. And you're not able to see your family. These guys were down there in that bubble. They, they wasn't. They wasn't having the time of their lives. They wasn't at. They wasn't at Disney to go get on. No, half of them had dorm rooms. If you're not LeBron, you had a dorm room probably. Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't the greatest of times down there. And I think it was. I think we we don't give them enough credit for you know withstanding that. 
Because they didn't have to do that That's something they wanted to do That's something they fought for And those were the circumstances That's when, you know Think about it, man They resumed after not playing basketball for months They resumed and got back to work Had to knock the rust off That's what we introduced the play in So things were different It wasn't an easy championship to win So I don't think that we should not count the Lakers championship or act like the Heat wasn't in the finals with the Lakers. Those guys played their asses off to get there in wild circumstances, in weird circumstances. It wasn't normal basketball circumstances. They weren't at their facilities. They weren't able to go home and rest up in their bed with their family, with their wives, their girl. No, man, they were by themselves. It was like AAU. Some guys weren't used to that. There was a different environment. So I think that was one of the most difficult championships, one of the most difficult seasons to finish up and playoff runs to be a part of because it was just really different. You compare that to this season, guys, Look, we start off with the Lakers and the Heat. We know they had the shortest off seasons in NBA history. They come back. They're, both of their seasons are riddled with injuries. Both of them. LeBron gets his ankle uh, hurt right before um, they start making the final end of the season push. AD's dealing with stuff. Jimmy Butler was dealing with things. Dragic was hurt most of the year. Their stars are getting hurt. Stars are getting hurt. So when it's happening in the regular season, you know, Kevin Durant, he was hurt this season. Guys were injured this season. So, all right. Regular season, it's like, okay, they'll get ready. They'll heal up for the playoffs, maybe, you know. Maybe they'll be okay for the playoffs. But that wasn't the case for LeBron, for AD, you know, for Jimmy. These guys were still dealing with these injuries. And it sucks, man. It sucks. It sucks when it happens in the regular season. But it really sucks when it happens in the playoffs and you don't get the best version of these teams or you don't, you know, you don't get the best version of that injured player. But it also brings up the next man up mentality. We'll get to that uh, with the Clippers. But look around you, man. Look how the Denver, look how Denver went out. Jokic was out there. He didn't have Jamal Murray. Guys are missing their stars, man. They need they they cannot go out there and single handedly win with you know with your one star and then your supporting cast. You gotta have your your normal rotation and what you're accustomed to. You can't make a playoff run like that without all your pieces. It won't work. It won't work. So now in the playoffs, Harden, you know, he's back, but he's not himself at all. Harden goes out forty seconds into round two. Kyrie's ankles twisted. He won't be back this the series. Don't know when he'll be back. Then all, now all of a sudden Kawhi has an ACL problem. Don't know when he'll be back. Um, who's the kid named um Hunter from the Hawks? He's out for the rest of the playoffs. Like, it sucks. It sucks. So will there be a question mark on the season? I don't think so. Does it is it unfortunate that injuries happen and it could possibly change the outcome of certain games? Yes, 
That sucks. It really does. But look at how these teams respond. It's a next man up mentality. You don't pay these guys who are on your roster millions of dollars to be like, oh, damn, Kawhi's hurt. Might as well give up. Oh, damn, Kyrie's hurt. Might as well give up. Oh, damn, Harden's hurt. Might as well give up. No. Not when you have Kevin Durant and Paul George and so they're supporting cast. Who can step up and who did step up in, in place of the injuries? So, there's arguments can, that can be made for both sides. Should there have been so many back-to-backs? Should the season have started when it did? You know? So, in that sense, yeah. I'm looking at the season funny. But as far as the playoffs go, I think the playoffs and the regular season are two different seasons to me. You come in with what you got in the playoffs. You know what you got when you come into the playoffs. It is what it is. You roll them with the soldiers you got. Now, for guys who've gotten hurt during the playoffs, yeah, that sucks. That alters the way this postseason goes to an extent. So, yeah. But that happens. That This is not normal. That's normal. But has there been this many? No. But it's the playoffs. Everybody's got bumps and bruises by now. Chris Paul hasn't really been 100%. Guys aren't 100%, but to see guys go down like this, yeah, it, it sucks. So in the grand scheme of things, I am looking at the season a little funny. Especially when you have two teams who were just in the NBA Finals. Go home in the first round That's unprecedented Don't make no sense Make no sense And LeBron tried to tell us LeBron tried to tell us man Let's go to see What LeBron said on Twitter yesterday He said uh, They all didn't want to listen to me About the start of the season Excuse me hold on Allergies killing me. I told you I just woke up not too long ago But I got right to it And even brushed my teeth Y'all ain't need to know that. Anyway, anyway. He said, they all didn't want to listen to me about the start of the season. I knew exactly what would happen. I only wanted to protect the well-being of the players, which ultimately is the product and benefit of our game. These injuries aren't part, aren't just part of the game. It's the lack of pure rim rest. Uh, rest before starting back up. Eight game, eight possibly nine All Stars have missed playoff games most in league history. This is the best time of year for our league and fans, but missing a ton of our favorite players, it's insane. If there's one person that knows about the body and how it works all year round, it's me. I speak for the health of our players, and I hate to see this many injuries this time of year. Sorry, fans. Wish you guys were seeing all your fave guys right now. He went on to tweet, and I know all the business side too, uh, all the business side slash factors. So don't even try me. I get it. Prayers to the claw. You know, you guys can say what you want about LeBron. I mean, you will anyway. You can say he's a crybaby. You can say he's trying to save face for what. I don't think this has anything to do with him being home right now. I genuinely, genuinely think that he's hurting. Because he he tried the, from the jump, he wasn't with how the season was was starting up. From the jump, man, everybody thought he was making excuses. Oh, no, bro, 
The Lakers just won the finals. They are okay. But to send them back like that, that fast, shortest offseason in history, y'all thought it was going to go any different way, and then you guys rushed the season. You packed the season up. So many back-to-back games. You packed it up because now you're trying to get the you know get everything back on track. So you look at the Lakers in the heat. Now, you know, they go home in the first round. They're going to come back fresh as hell. Fresh as hell. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And that's another thing about the bubble, about how they tried to say the, bu- the bubble, um, you know, benefited guys like the Lakers and the Heat because they all had, they had rest. Okay, well, everybody had rest with the bubble. Everybody... Stop playing basketball at the same time. Everybody came back at the same time. So everybody had the same amount of rest. The Lakers and the Heat didn't have the same amount of rest as the Warriors did. Somebody who didn't go to the bubble. Granted, they didn't have a great season, but they were rested up. So it's arguments that can be made for both sides as far as which season was the easiest or which one we're looking at funny. But I really think that we should be looking at this one a little funny. Because it was just it just was a mess. It was a mess, man. You know, you guys, Adam Silver, yeah, one of the best commissioners he in in the uh, in the sports in the world of sports. But he fumbled this one, man. He fumbled this one. He did. He fumbled this one. I I, I don't think he did a good job handling the season and trying to get this season back, get us back to normal. In, in, in any sense of, in any sense of the word excuse me I don't know I don't know I just feel like it could have been done a little differently if the season had to be a little longer oh well but to rush it and and pack as many games as possible and you know these short time frames just to try to get us back on track for next season I don't think that was the smartest thing to do and I think he sees that now. Um, now that we have these weird, the fi- I don't know who was going to the finals. By the way, no idea. You guys thought the Lakers and Heat? Oh, this don't make sense. That made sense. The Heat was the best team in the East. I told y'all that heading into the playoffs. Don't give a damn what the seed was what was looking like. They weren't scared of the Bucks. Damn sure wasn't scared of the Pacers. I knew that Heat team was going to the finals. They wanted it. That was a great Heat team last season. Obviously, we knew LeBron and AD was destined for that, whether they played the Clippers or not. What happened in the bubble made sense to me. This year, it's going to be wild to me. Don't know who was going to the finals. Don't know. The Suns, y'all got, yo, y'all got Devin Booker running around like he popped. Boy, Jokic and his brothers was going to kill that boy. Y'all need to stop playing with these third world country boys, man. You think you from the hood. All right, yeah, you got a little, you know, you got your gunshots outside your window. Boy, they waking up hearing bombs. That's a little different. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. But, yeah, I don't know. Uh, It remains to be seen, you know, but I don't know what this finals matchup is looking like. I know what I want it to be, though. I know what I want it to be. I wouldn't mind seeing the Jazz and the Hawks. But hey, that's just me. Let's go try State Trey.
Yes, sir. Um, where to next? All right, so we talked about the injuries. Um, we're gonna. I'm gonna save the playoff talk for the end. I want to talk about a couple of. Oh, let's get into this Luca situation. So the other day came out. You know, this is Luca's year where he gets the opportunity to sign the Supermax rookie. You know, the rookie extension, the Supermax deal, and they were talking about upwards of two hundred fifty million dollars. Big, big deal coming from Dallas. Then a report came out that Luca may be a little reluctant to sign this deal. Given the team where the team is going and what was going on around him. This guy's young. Luca is young. He's a young man. He knows what he brings not only to the Mavs, but to the game of basketball. He knows his worth. He knows his worth. He's been bounced out of the playoffs in the first round two years in a row by the same team. The Mavs didn't get any better from the bubble to now. They didn't really upgrade like that for him. KP doesn't look like he can be that second option for him. Don't look like KP can be on Luca's level. And and this is what KP was brought there to do. He was he was supposed to be that guy. What that man say? You're not that guy, pal. Trust me. You're not that guy. And then KP got the audacity to to be upset with his role. Sir, what is your role? You can't even define your role. You're supposed to be that guy that you claim you are. You're supposed to be able to fill the role that you want to fill. But you haven't. You ain't nothing but tall Kuzma. That's it. You the real pandemic pig. So I can understand. These guys, look, man. Lucas is a young man. He's not stupid. He sees what's going on. It doesn't look like y'all trying to build around me. It doesn't look like y'all really want to win. Y'all just want to keep me here. Y'all need me to put asses in seats. Y'all need me to drive up jersey sales. Y'all need me to put up revenue. Y'all need me to keep us on national TV. If Luka doesn't play for the Mavs, I can guarantee we do not see the Mavs on TNT more than once. They will not be on ESPN. There will, there will be no national TV for the Mavs without Luka. Seriously. Who are we tuning in to see if the Luke if Luca is not in Dallas? Christoph Pazingas? Josh Richardson? Tim Hardaway Jr.? Hell no, we're not tuning in to see that on a on a Wednesday night. You think Shaq and them are gonna want to talk about the Mavs? You think Jalen Rose is gonna want to talk about the Mavs on a Sunday? No. We here to see Luca and friends. Luca and the boys. KP talking about I don't like my role. Ain't nobody coming to see you, Otis. Ain't nobody coming to see you. We here to see Luca. Luca. So, I can understand why. I would I would be reluctant to sign too. Y'all not gonna trap me. Put all these millions in front of my face, dog. I've been playing pro basketball since I was five years old. This money don't mean nothing to me right now. I want to win. I want to win. Luca is a hooper. 
Luka don't give a damn about all this money right now. Luka's a hooper. I'm not speaking for anybody else. I'm not trying to be in that man's pockets. But I don't think that right now his issue or his biggest thought is, ooh, I can't wait to sign this 250 max deal. Yeah, maybe with another team, but not with y'all. Not with y'all. So let me go look up his contract. Let me go look up his contract. Let's see. Mm-hmm. All right, so it was a four-year deal. We are in year. All right, so he's been there since 2018. It's only 21. All right, so Supermax eligible year five. He's a restricted free agent in 2022. Qualifying. If if Luca doesn't want to be there, they can trade him. But if he doesn't sign this deal, I don't know, man. And he's only t- bro. He's so young. If they keep him there throughout the whole deal, he'll be twenty four when he leaves. But if he can get out early, I would love for him to get out early if he really doesn't want to be there. So earlier this week, we got the contract situation. You know, I'm on the side 100%. I'm not signing anywhere where I feel like I'm not the priority. You know, the priority is me. Meaning, y'all not signing me for me. Y'all not signing me to build around me. Y'all not signing me so we can win. Y'all signing me because y'all need me. I don't need y'all. I don't need the Mavericks to hoop. The Mavericks need me. To st- I, I keep the lights on in here. If I'm Luca, that's how I'm thinking. I keep the lights on here. Ain't nobody coming to these games to see Mark Cuban. If I wanted to see Mark Cuban, I could go watch Shark Tank. I'm not here to see Mark Cuban. I'm here to see Luca Doncic. Period. I'm the one to keep the lights on in here. So earlier this week, it was the contract. Now, what do the Mavs do to not only ensure that Luca stays, but Ensure that he uh, signs this Big Max deal. They 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 do only what the Mavs could do and fire GM Danny Donnie Nelson. Who was upset about this? You guessed it, ladies and gentlemen, Luka Doncic. He's upset. You fired this boy. You fired his boy. So here's what Luca had to say about that. Luca says, um, so he's, uh, I believe he's with the uh, Slovenian national team, team right now. He says, it was kind of tough for me. I really like Donnie. I've known him since I was a kid, and he was the one that drafted me. It was tough for me seeing that, but I'm not the one making decisions there. Hey, man. I've seen this movie before. It's actually in the box office right now. It's a summer box office hit. But I told y'all I wouldn't talk about that until that until that one was over. But y'all know what I'm getting at. You cannot upset your star player. You cannot upset your star player. I understand it's an organization. 
And there are other players on the team But let's be real here Without Luka Doncic What are the Mavs going to do? The Mavs Dallas isn't a sexy destination It's not LA It's not Miami It's not Brooklyn It's not New York itself Talking about the Knicks It's not a sexy destination Yeah it's cheap The cost of living is cheap down there But when it snowed The roofs collapsed So who wants to really Go down there to Dallas I don't even like Dallas uniforms I only want a Luka jersey I don't even want a Mavs jersey I just want a Luka jersey Can I get a Luka free Asian jersey if, if Is that possible Can I get a, a Luka jersey With just the NBA logo on it And the Nike logo Because I don't like the Mavs uniforms They're plain, they're nasty And they used to have the, the slick green and blue ones But they ruined those I like the gold and white ones though But I don't like white jerseys I, I'm scared they're going to get dirty But yeah, that's what I'm trying to say, man. You can act like <clears throat> your, your star player don't matter all you want. You can act like they're just a cog, a cog. Uh, what's that word? They're just a tick in the machine. You can act like it. You can act like that all you want, but deep down inside, you know, you know damn well that you need your star player, and you would want to keep your star player as happy as possible. So to fire the GM that drafted him, you didn't just cut a role player. Um, you didn't trade Christoph Porzingis. You you fired his GM. So now you're not only showing him, you know, yeah, we're gonna do different something different. You're only proving his point. You're only proving. His suspicion. Dog. Y'all don't care. About me. Y'all care about the idea of me. Y'all care about what I bring. The money I bring in. Y'all don't care about my my well-being. And what could be best for me. Y'all making these decisions like it don't matter. So. You're only furthering this point. Man. If this is the truth. You know what came out earlier this week. What is best for Luka Doncic here? I don't think it would be best for him to sign that Supermax deal. I don't know what direction Dallas is going in. I think this Dallas team that's currently around Luka has hit their ceiling and they've hit it pretty hard. I, I don't think that Luka has reached his max potential yet. But I think the team around him, they've all hit their ceilings, except, especially Kristaps Porzingis' tall ass. I think that his head is touching his ceiling. It's a, I don't know, man. I don't know if they can win. Will they crack the code in the West? Can they make noise in the West? Can they win the West? I don't know. And it's sad watching guys like Luka. I have to go through that so you know early, but it's, it's, I'm glad it's going on now because he sees it now. Other, uh, you know, unlike guys like Damian Lillard. Listen, listen, man. Look, Dame still 
He still got good years left in him. But you got to get the hell away from Portland, my boy. I don't give a damn. Dog, if I'm not from these cities, I'm sorry. I know I live here. I play here. Yeah, I love this city. I'm going to love this city while I play here. But if it ain't going right and we losing and I feel like I'm the only one really carrying out here. I'm not trying to hear all that loyalty because at the end of the day, this organization wouldn't be loyal to me. If I get hurt and I fall off, they'll be quick to get rid of me. So if this organization can't get right, I don't have to stay here and be a part of it. I'm not going to waste my prime years. This is what this is. Look, man, history show. Look at LeBron. He was in Cleveland. He was in Cleveland, what, seven years? Was it seven? Oh, three. When he, when he leave? 2010? Six, seven years. Something like that, I think. And he, he, you know, he got to the finals. But Cleveland, they never built around LeBron in Cleveland. They never really built around him. Who they bring in? Shaq? Bronny never really had nothing in Cleveland. So he said, all right, you know what? I'm going to make my own decision. I'm going to Miami. And what did they do? Built a goddamn super team. They said, look, Bron, you don't got to worry. We're going to put this around you, and we're going to go get some rings. And they did that. They did exactly that. They did exactly that. Pat Riley got it together. That's what you got to do, man. You got to cater to your stars. You got to you gotta put things in motion for your stars to be successful, for your team to be successful. And I'm glad that Luka is seeing this young. So hopefully, you know, he sticks to his guns and, and can get his way out of Dallas. I would. Definitely would. Bump all that team loyalty. Nah, they wouldn't be loyal to me. They wouldn't be loyal to me. They would they would get me out of here in any second. When I do something wrong, yeah, they'd get me out of here in any second. Fast as hell. Poof, like I never existed. Nah, not trying to hear that team loyalty, boy. Not at all. Not at all. All right, so we talked about the injuries. We talked about Luka. Talked about the season itself. So now let's just talk about the playoffs, and I'm going to get you guys out of here, man. I got I to gotta go keep. I got to keep moving. I got to keep moving. I got other things to do. For y'all So don't worry The content is coming Hey man make sure you go subscribe man Go subscribe to the YouTube channel dog Go subscribe We had 97 We need 3 more 3 more subscribers and we had 100 Let's do that Alright So Let's start off with the Nets and Bucks series I think they, they play tonight Right They play tonight in Milwaukee Hold on let me see Bucks Yep, tonight at 8.30. They play tonight. I'm be honest with y'all. <clears throat> I think that series is over. <clears throat> I think it ends tonight. I don't I don't think that the uh the, the Bucks win tonight. I don't think so. Not after what I just saw the other night. And I'm not even just talking about Kevin Durant's insane game. I knew KD had that in him. I never doubted that. I knew KD had that in him. He's the best scorer in the world. 
No, no, yeah, obviously. But it also really helps, man, when you have somebody who can hoop with you. Jeff Green, man. Uncle Jeff Green. What he was with? Seven from eight from three point land? Without that, who knows how that game finishes? It could just be another insane game and a L. But he had somebody who could carry their own weight given a situation. But that's not why I say this series is over. Not because of Kevin Durant. James Harden is out there with one leg right now, ladies and gentlemen. He's out there handicapped. And he was able to lock Giannis down in clutch time. Poked the ball from him. Giannis got his dribble back. Somebody came over to help. Harden waved him off. If Harden is comfortable guarding Giannis with one leg, if he's so comfortable that he's waving off help, that's a problem for Giannis in the box. Not only Giannis is their biggest problem right now. This is the former defensive player of the year. This man is supposed to be this great defender. Kevin Durant. Was lighting a fire to the Bucks. Just an all-out assault, flamethrowers, Molotov cocktails, grenades, smoke bombs. Just attacking them. Giannis didn't even look over there. He didn't even look over there. He just let it happen. Bro, he didn't even try. That's sad. That's piss poor. And then literally fumbled the game away. They were still in it. He fumbles a pass. That series is over. And even if the Bucks do win tonight, they're not going to win it in seven. I told y'all two years ago, Giannis wasn't built for this. Let me go to my Twitter and let me see if I said, if I tweeted that out. Because I told y'all, man. I told y'all. I don't care what he do in the regular season. What he going to do for me in the playoffs? And Giannis ain't no hooper, man. He don't got no bag. No bag at all. All he know how to do is rush to the basket. And then he keep getting stuck there. Putting the ball on high. Glitching at the damn rim. Man, get the hell out of here, man. He ain't no hooper, dog. He ain't no hooper. Ain't no hooper. It's terrible. It's terrible, man. He just a big body. That's it. All he is is a big body, man. He don't got no bag, bro. No bag. No bag. But yeah, man, I don't know. This Bucks team, they've been getting they've been getting smoked. 
Their coach looked funny in the light as well. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. Don't know. But I think this series is over. I I don't does Kevin Durant have another damn near fifty ball in the night? I don't know. He played literally every minute, so I don't know if that if that's gonna come into play. But I don't think it will matter. But I think he'll do enough to where the Bucks are done. What else happened? Um, then last night, you know, yesterday we find out Kawhi isn't playing. And we know who had to step up, and he answered that call. Congratulations to Mr. Paul George. 37 points, right? Good game for him. <clears throat> Good game for the Clippers. And Reggie Jackson. Way to step up. See that? You got Kevin Durant, Jeff Green, Paul George, Reggie Jackson. These these role players, they got to step up. When 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 things go wrong like this, but your stars gotta they gotta they gotta shine brighter, and that's what Paul George did. He carried the load. Now it's three two. They go back to L A. Could possibly close it out. Congratulations to him, man. I'm happy for him. Um, and who would they play next? The Suns, right? Oh Lord, yeah. I don't know what they're gonna do with the Suns. I don't know. I don't know. But that's we're not talking about that yet. They gotta close the series out first. Um So that's happening. That happened. And then man, try state Trey and them boys from the, the A. I was at work last night. You know, I work at Planet Fitness, so we got a bunch of TVs on in there. The Hawks game was on one of the TVs in the cardio theater, and then it was on and on a big screen. And uh, right behind, I mean, right in the massage chair area, right? So, I was going behind, you know, back there. I was cleaning the tanning rooms, and I was watching the game, too. But every time I looked, the lead from Philly just got bigger. Because when I was watching on the floor, some 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 guy was on the treadmill cheering for Philly. I don't even think he was a Philly fan. He just saw me reacting to the Hawks, and I guess you know, he, he tried to get me to hear. I didn't even turn around. Like, dog, I'm not entertaining you. I'm not even a Hawks fan. I'm here for Trey Young. I'm a Hawks playoff fan. My team got eliminated in the first round. I'm not, but I'm not going to pay you any mind, fake Philly guy. But I look, you know, I saw him be going off. The score got it got up to twenty. I'm like, oh man, mm, I don't know. This isn't this isn't looking good. Then I see it got all the way up to twenty six, right? Then at halftime, it was it was nasty times. And I don't even know. Was it still up there? It might have been like 20 before the, like going into the fourth. It might have been like 18 or something like that. I was like, yo, I don't know. But something in me was saying, this game not over. I don't know why. I f- it just didn't feel like it was over. I leave work 10 o'clock. I check the score. It was like, um. I think they got it down to like 16 or something like that. I was like, ah, I don't know. I look again, they got it down to 12. I was almost to my house. And they were down by two. I texted, I said, what the hell happened? I get in the house, turn the game on. It's probably like two minutes left. They got the lead. Bro, they came all the way back and won. Trey Young had 39 points. 
shout out to the Hawks for for battling because they could have they could have packed it up and said, "All right, we'll try to tie the series at, at home." They didn't pack it up. But what the hell were the 76ers doing? Bro, they fell apart. They fell apart. Completely fell apart. That was awful. I didn't get to say this the other day, but back to the other game they lost. MB went 0 for 14 in the second half of uh, game four. But all anybody could talk about was him having the same reaction to about all of us when Kawhi dunked it. I didn't give a damn about that. That wasn't, uh, it didn't need to be all over Bleacher Report. What needed to be all over Bleacher Report was that 0 for 14 he posted in the second half of a playoff game. But now, they they fumble the ball, the bag again. Doc Rivers, another fourth quarter collapse. I don't know what the hell is going on. But the Hawks, they did battle back. So we're not going to give all the credit to the 76ers for being bad. We got to give credit to the Hawks for being good and staying in the game. But wow. They are in trouble. And they in the A tomorrow night. I don't I don't see the Hawks letting this opportunity slip away. You don't want to go back to Philly. That's that's it. You don't go back to Philly to to the next regular season. You don't go back to Philly um Sunday. This this series gotta close out tomorrow. They call I'm calling the boy Tri State Trey. Mm. That's a bad man. Now look, I'm this is my last thing and I'm out of here. I said this is a group message. I didn't watch Luka Doncic get bounced out of the playoffs in the first round two years in a row. Trey Young is on the verge of making the conference finals on his first run. That, that that's all I'm saying, and that's it. I'm gonna leave it. There. I'm gonna leave it at that. Thank y'all for tuning in. <laughs> Make sure you go subscribe to my YouTube channel at Electrified TV. Make sure you tune in to Top Five Friday tomorrow. Um, thank you guys for listening, man. Uh, oh, I got something coming up. I have an announcement coming up. I got I'm working with Colorcast. Stay tuned for that. Um, shout out to Stadium Scene TV, man. Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, I'll see you guys tomorrow. I'll see you. You'll see me tomorrow, but I won't talk to you guys again until uh, next week. So have a great weekend. I'm off tomorrow, so I got a long weekend. I'm going to the Blue Jays game, uh, Blue Jays and Orioles game with my dad for Father's Day weekend. Let's go Blue Jays. Get to go see that boy Vladdy. But uh, yeah, man. Thank you guys for tuning in. And for the 148th time, I'm Eric Lyons, and you have just been electrified.